What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drugs and Stuff with Dave Crossland. I'm Scott McNally. All of our programming is brought to you by truenutrition.com. You can use our code THINK for additional savings. If you're in the UK, you can get your blood work done by Dave. Go to evalbloodanalysis.com. You can also get all your supplements over in the UK from Strom Sports Nutrition. And if you're in Canada, check out supplementsource.ca for great blowout deals. And we're going to start things off with a little steroids in the news. Dave, I wanted to get your professional opinion here. Guys, in case you didn't remember, if you're new to our program, uh, Dave is what they call an expert witness in the court system. So he will, uh, if somebody gets busted with steroids, you help determine whether it was for personal use or whether it was for sale, something like that, right? It depends whether I'm doing prosecution or defense. If I'm doing fence, it's always personal use. Okay. It sounds like Victoria's home. The dogs are barking. I apologize for that, guys. Well, there was a big lab that got busted here. I know the laws and regulations are different. Um, this happened in... Where was this? This happened in Washington State. And uh, Kirkland Police bust illegal drug operation. Uh, here's a little bit of the info. And I guess this was a big one. From what I understand, uh, they're talking about this on the message boards. And this lab was called Colonial Labs. Um, looks like August that, 25th. That looks a decent box full of gear. <laughs> it sure as heck does, doesn't it? That looks like my stash from UC2. That looks like, yeah, your week one of the cycle. <laughs> it says, uh, in mid-August, uh, the police intercepted packages sent for delivery to more than 90 individuals across the country. In the U.S., that is. Packages contain anabolic steroids in multiple forms, from pills to powders to liquids. See photos. Here's another photo. Let's see here if I can grab this one. This looks like I, this looks like it's pills to me. I'm gonna guess. Oops, there we go. I don't know. Can't see anything. All right. Okay. Well, Does the capsules like, are they, but yeah, yeah, they look like capsules. Look like capsules there. That's a lot of gear to get popped with, isn't it? Like these guys are in trouble. Yeah, I mean you can't tell how deep that box is, but there appears to be a fair few in there. Um, yeah. It all depends on, you know, the totality of what they've recovered as well at the end of the day. But, I mean, law's different over there and possession is offence in its own right. So mm. I would assume that there will be fairly several associated offences as well around production, importation, exportation, postal, putting it in the post. I would assume that they're all criminal offences as well. Yeah, okay. So it says... Uh, they don't give us a ton of information here. It says that uh, the search warrant at a Kirkland residence in the Kingsgate neighborhood, they uncovered a sophisticated illegal drug distribution operation that included a large amount of anabolic steroids, packaging, distribution lists, chemicals, and other accessories to produce and ship anabolic steroids through the U.S. KPD also seized cash, vehicles, and other high-end valuables from this illegal operation. Looks like the USPS was involved with this. Um, oh, and it also says uh, undercover officers focused on, uh, let's see, the investigation began in July 
when Kirkland Pro-Act unit undercover officers focused on illegal drugs, burglaries, and other property crimes, the USPIS began investigating a Kirkland resident suspected on distributing steroids through the mail. Through surveillance, investigators established a pattern with the suspect's daily movements and uncovered additional criminal activity. I have a feeling, man, they're going to go hard on whoever this guy is. They don't really say the amount, but that box looked like a metric F-ton of steroids. Didn't it? That looked to be a decent amount, yeah. Well, you know, that's just personal. Actually, the caption of that particular picture says, intercepted box of illegal anabolic steroids. So that means they got that in the mail, I guess. Yeah, that would be... Yeah, I mean, obviously, unless that's bullshit. Um, I mean, that's mixed as well. There's obviously different different types in there because there's cap color differences. Um, can you read what the labels are? I can't. I can't. I wish I could. I would suspect there's a couple of hundred in there, at least, or at least a hundred. It looks kind of like a shitty label, though, doesn't it? Like it came off of like a '90s like laser printer or something. Hey, nothing wrong with a '90s laser printer, you know. <laughs> I guess it worked for him for however length of time. He obviously made some money for a while, but not worth it. Not worth it, you know. Well, now, I'd say I, I think they might sting him there, but you've got to be a little bit careful. I've seen this with police photos and evidence photos before. That could be every anabolic they've recovered just slammed in a box. Oh, no kidding. And I would be surprised if anyone shipping anabolics is shipping their vials like that. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Because they're all thrown in, they're all over the place. So I suspect that's a stage photo. Huh, interesting. On the other hand, Um, that that other photo looks like it was like set up for just like, like this was not, this looks like it was his little setup, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that looks more likely that's a manufacturing. But again capsules is if those round cylinders are cap fillers which they could well be okay and and they 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 for argument's sake are, are 50 cats because he sells them in, ah. you know bags bags of 50s okay then that's probably actually quite low volume because there's not a huge amount there ah. um i mean if you think that each one of those bags equates to a tub of orals. Yeah, yeah. What we what we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, ten, twelve on the left, maybe twenty in the middle, and maybe a dozen, fifteen on the right. Okay, so now we're putting it into you perspective. Know, so he is selling, you know, obviously, but he's he's obviously selling and making. That I have no I have no doubt he's brewing as well. But yeah, I, I start to think that maybe this isn't quite as big as they think. I mean, when huh. you see big 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 raids big bus yeah you see pill machines that are churning out in excess of a thousand pills an hour um and there is literally you know plastic tubs six inch deep with orals waiting to be bagged up yeah that looks like he's making batch to batch as they're ordered and sold so um i i I think there may be a little bit of exaggeration on how big an operation it actually was which you would think, you know, if you if you go fishing, 
you're not gonna uh you're gonna most likely say that you caught a really big fish <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, it's gonna get exaggerated uh, so there is that there's, there's always that element to it it looks good on the police force the press like to blow it out of proportion because it increases sales you know everybody's interested in making it bigger than what it is yeah apart from the guy that got caught of course <laughs> yeah all right well guys yeah, i suspect i suspect that's not as big as it initially looks we had somebody comment on the previous episode saying, uh, yay, it's Monday. I literally said, oh, yeah, it's Monday. Drugs. It's time for drugs. He said, I said it out loud. He was like, my li- my wife looked at me really weird. Am I the only one that gets excited on Mondays for drugs and stuff? Anyway, uh, Jonathan has a question. He says, I have a question for the next show. Um, let's see. So just when you think you've heard of every AAS, I came across stir stir anabol and oxabalone a 19 nor derivative that apparently is nandrolone with all the potential negative uh kinks of nandrolones worked out but that's about the gist of what i can find i've obviously never seen it anywhere but i was hoping you guys could talk about it uh thanks and keep up the heat fellas Normally, I'm pretty good on these, and I do, I do recognize it. I do recognize the name. I have heard about it, and I am racking my brain to try and pull something out of my memories. Yeah, which are shit because of all the nandrolone I've used, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I can't uh, fucking for the love of me remember. I'm kidding. I, um, I I'm not familiar. I no. Um, I do believe it is effectively an oral decker, but I also believe it's not very good. Okay. Um, and in removing or trying to remove what potentially are perceived as negatives, they pretty much fucked it as a drug. Yeah. Okay. But I can't remember the exact, so I, I have to apologize. I'm more than happy to have a look, but uh, at this exact moment in time, I can't help. Okay. I was looking up something else. I used something called methyl hydroxynandrolone before. That's a different compound. No. Scott, stop looking up Pornhub when we're on air. They don't have anything about uh, steroids on Pornhub. I, I search every day, Dave. I know everything they have. I, yeah. I, I can believe that. I really can believe that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm too busy for all that. Um, oh, you're one of the biggest wankers I know. <laughs> all right. Let's see what else we do have here. Um, oh, you see Suma has one for us. He says, um, if you use a pre-oral workout, is there any value in crushing it with your teeth for faster absorption? Dr. Scott mentioned doing this uh, with sleep medication, like using Benadryl, that it would accelerate the release. Slightly, you're going to get some absorption. I presume Scott's on about using the blood vessel under the tongue to, yeah. to get it into the muscle faster. It, it, so, it works. Yeah, yeah, I would have said there's, there's potential there. Uh, how... I mean, they're in your system pretty fucking quick anyway, to be fair. So unless you're literally wanting to take it as you walk through the gym door, I don't really see the benefit to it. I mean, I would just 
throw them down my neck before I'm setting off to the gym. And by the time I got to the gym and I'd had my coffee and I was in there and, and actually doing something, they'd be in my system and doing what I wanted them to do. You're probably right. But as a bro, I've always chewed up orals before my training. I never would just swallow a pill. Always make sure you chew it. Leave it under my tongue for a minute. As long as it didn't have like a real terrible flavor. I've done that with Benadryl too, per Scott's suggestion. And it does work faster. Like you can tell that it, it hits you a little quicker. Would it really make a difference? Probably not, you know, in, in overall strength. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, obviously with orals, we can lose some stuff in the stomach. We can lose stuff due to, you know, absorption from non-dietary fats. Yeah. So we, we've touched on this a lot of talking times. Um, so there is that side of things. But I, I don't see the speed element of it being any real advantage unless you're 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 for some reason can only take them just as you walk through the gym door. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What's up guys. Follow you from Paris. Thanks for the info that you give in this channel. I have a question about progesterone and progestin on DECA. Second thing I want to know if a ratio of 1.5 test to one DECA is okay, or should you go test double DECA? Right. So the second question is obviously ratios. No, in fact, you could go 0.5 test to two DECA if you wanted to. Okay. That the old two to one and everything else is a lot of bollocks. It's not necessary at all for 99% of people. It ain't going to be a problem. And actually, most people that seem to be sensitive to DECA actually seem to work better with DECA at high doses. Um, I'm not sure what his, and I'm wondering if he actually meant progesterone and prolactin rather yeah. than progesterone and progestin. So DECA is, to some extent, classed as a progestin in that it acts like progesterone at the PR, progesterone receptor, that is. Uh, but it's not a two progestin. Uh, it doesn't quite have all the properties that progesterone requires. Um, so it will stimulate the progesterone receptor. If I remember rightly, DECA impacts the progesterone receptor at about 25% of what progesterone does, whereas TREN would impact the progesterone receptor at about 1.1 or 1.2. Um, prolactin, you will elevate from DECA. Prolactin will also elevate from elevated estrogen. The difference is that DECA affects dopamine transport. The reduction of dopamine also elevates prolactin. So for a nandrolone-induced prolactin elevation, you are looking at something like cabagorline. Whereas for an estrogen-induced prolactin elevation, you are going to have much less impact in how you feel. And you'd get away with using P5P, which is a form of B6. Okay. Progesterone, yeah, not really going to do much with that shit, to be fair. Um, I wouldn't start messing around with anti-progesterone meds because they generally make you feel like dog shit. Um, so progesterone, and to be rare, fair, it's rare I see progesterone going much above one, and most people with all things equal won't even realize what impact it's having. So I wouldn't really fucking bother. Okay. Where you do see a lot of elevated progesterone, but it will be 0 0.5, 0 0.6, those sort of regions, is when your estrogen is low. Because if estrogen is driven low, that will push progesterone up. 
So a lot of this mast or primo with test TRT that you're seeing at the moment, as a result of estrogen being low on that, I am seeing more elevated progesterone levels. That not, that they, it's particularly, not that they particularly have much impact, but people panic when they see it in their blood work. I will say this as far as the ratios go, that uh, I find that as long as you have uh, estrogen under control, you're not likely to have an issue from DECA. That's what I've seen no. in most every case of anybody that I've worked with. So I'll throw that out there. I, I, I have seen a few people that are sensitive to Nandrolone um, yeah. because, because of the dopamine effects, um, but it's not common. Most people tolerate quite well. Yeah. As long as you've got enough DHT in there for regular function and your estrogen is managed. And bear in mind, DECA does convert to estrogen. Yes, it's at a much lower rate, but if you're taking a gram of this shit, you are going to get some estrogen from it. So um, it's worth bearing that in mind. It's also worth just noting that DECA will often show as testosterone on a blood test. Yeah. So if you're taking test and DECA and your test is through the fucking roof and you're like, well, I'm only on 200 mega test. Why is my test so high? It's because the test is picking up the DECA. Why don't you stream the podcast on Instagram as well? I think you could reach a lot more people that way. The streaming software that we use in all the streaming software that works this way doesn't go to Instagram. Instagram's like a completely different setup type of platform. But Well, you're, you're shit then, aren't you? That's okay. You know, we, we enjoy broadcasting to the group and then everything goes out. We, we're not as interested in the live show. This is just an intimate little conversation for those of you in the Think Big Facebook group. And then it goes out on YouTube anyway. So everybody just watches the recorded version. So what you're really saying is I am making excuses as Scott for not being able to do my job properly. You're really rough on me today, Dave. Oh, Frank. Look, mom made me be nice to you for two episodes, so I'm getting paid back now. <laughs> All right? You can't have nice every show. If you have nice, there has to be yin and yang. You're going to get shit the next show. It's just how it works, Scott. Deal with it. <sighs> okay. Um, question for the next show. Frank says, I'm going to go from TRT to TRT+. Plus. And I'm currently taking 200 milligrams of test E each week, but for the next 20 weeks, I'm going to add 300 milligrams. I'm going to 300 milligrams uh, test E. 200 mass. There's a weird. Is that a comma or is that a line in my screen? Dirt on my screen. Yeah. Com- okay. 300 test E. Uh, 200 mast E, 100 primo. Because of the cost of primo, I figured uh, maybe I could do it this way rather than 300 primo each week. I also do a small amount of DHEA and pregnenolone. Um, what do you think I can expect from that? I also said I wanted to thank uh, you and everybody at the Think Big Bodybuilding Media Channel. Um, all of my progress over the past two years since jumping on TRT is largely thanks to you guys. That's cool. Unfortunately, can't afford online coaching, but honestly, I really feel like I do have a coach or two or three. That's kind of what we try to do here is to help educate you guys and keep you safe. So what do you think about this? Yeah. First thing, Frank, you are not going on TRT Plus. You are going on a cycle. Let's not dress it up as anything it isn't. Please, come on, bloody game here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a cycle. Um, 
you should see some nice gains of that if, if diet and training is on point. You seem to be in a good position body fat wise. I would expect you to see some decent results of that. I, I don't think the DHEA is particularly going to add much to it unless you're taking that from a point of view of your TRT support. Um, and even then, I'm not really convinced there's any point. I don't know. I'd be interested to know, actually, if he does see or feel any difference from running DHEA while he's on TRT. Yeah. It's, it's DAT is really weird. I've, I've looked at bloods after bloods after bloods and there doesn't seem to be any sort of regular pattern to what DHEA does when you're on a cycle. Some people huh. it's through the fucking roof and other people it's through the bloody floor. Yeah. And I can't seem to get any, any sort of data as to why, you know, why is it going down on this person, but it's up on this person. Where is it where they are in their cycle? Does it spike initially and then drop off? I, I, I just don't fucking know. Hey, guys, I'm going to take a brief pause to shout out our advertisers. I'm going to try to make this quick, but keep in mind, they're responsible for helping us to put these shows out. If you guys want to support our programming, of course, you can do so through Patreon. And thank you to everybody who supports the show through Patreon. I will have links to that below, as well as to all of our advertisers. If you shop with our advertisers, you'll get great products, products that I stand behind, and you'll also be supporting our programming. First of all, check out truenutrition.com if you're in the U.S. I use their hydrolyzed beef collagen every day, and I use their citrulline malate, beta alanine, and EAA on days that I train. They have high-quality protein powders and tons of flavors. Hit me up if you have any questions. Use our code THINK over there. You'll get some additional savings, plus you'll support our programming, and you'll get some high-quality third-party tested supplements. If you're in Canada, check out supplementsource.ca. They have blowout deals on top name brand supplements. Uh, they constantly have different things happening. So be sure to go to their site and check them out. I recently saw Carbolin for like 30 bucks off. I mean, you really can't beat those prices. Plus, they have free shipping over $99. If you're in the UK, then you probably already know about Strom Sports. They're one of the leader in health supplements in the United Kingdom. Strom Sports Nutrition has standalone supplements like NAC and Tutka. And they have finished blends like Support Max, a high-quality, well-priced, on-cycle support stat. I have links below to everything. Thanks for watching. Thanks for your support. All right. Neven, he says, um, what's the best time of day to take your shots? I've read the best time is first thing in the morning. Apparently, uh, even with longer esters, there is a large spike in androgen levels in the hours following your shots. This can apparently affect REM sleep. Uh, just one of your thoughts on this. So peak for slow esters is generally 36 hours post-injection. Okay. From from bloods and hormones. Um, is there some mechanism at play post-injection which would disrupt sleep? Possibly. I, I, I do see people reporting that. I, I do actually have an element of personal experience with that. Not sure what it is, because when you look at research on, you know, where levels go post an administrative shot of 200 milligrams or 300 milligrams, it basically escalates from the point of injection to the point of reaching peak at, at 36 hours, and then it turns and starts to drop back off again. Um, okay. And the initial drop is quite steep on a single ester, and then it starts to slow down and taper out as in line with its half-life. Um, so I'm not convinced it, it's potentially hormone driven, but I, I do think there may be something else going on there. Um, I mean, when you look at 
like I say, when you look at the blood work and the grass plotted from that blood work, the peak is effectively really quite slow. You know, it's not not a matter of a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's something else happens um, as a result from injection um, or if it's just psychological. I don't know. I'll say this. I've taken a shot right before bed before, then slept for eight hours, not moved a whole lot, and then had a more sore injection site versus if I were to have taken it earlier in the day and then walked around and used the muscle and worked it in. I think that you are more likely to get a sore muscle if you inject it and then it just sits there versus moving it around through the day. So that has nothing to do with the angle you're talking about, but I would say for that reason, I'd rather get it in earlier to have a you know better sitting shot. I always shot PM, and I never, apart from my very early cycles where sleep seemed to escape me on cycle. But at the mm. same time, I didn't need, I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. I was like running on six hours a night and felt fucking great. Um, later cycles, always PM, and never had a problem with sleep at all. But I say I do remember like the first couple of cycles I did. I would I would end up not having a great deal of sleep, but at the same time I, I felt I didn't really need it. I felt good on on you know six hours a night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've done a lot of shots at night. It, <laughs> I've done a lot of shots at night myself, and it didn't really make a difference. Like I've noticed that occasionally uh, the 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 soreness I was talking about, but for the most part, I don't, I really don't think it matters, man. Yeah, I I I, I can't. I don't see the hormone peak argument because there's there's plenty of data out there from research about what hormone levels do post injection. Um, but I do see the fact that there may be another mechanism at play there, and it could be something to do with neuron activity, and that's mm. where I would be looking. So what I think may happen is you may see a spike in neuro levels of testosterone. Okay, two more. Which in turn. Which could in turn could impact neurons. Does EQ actually have the same potency to lower E2 uh, as, example, Masteron or Primo if you run it one to one to test? So we've we've looked at this a few times, and a few people have reported back to us that that they have seen a lowering of estrogen with with the administration of EQ, and you said you've seen it as well. I had a few people that seemed to have good estrogen management when they were on EQ, but I have also recently seen people with very high estrogen levels on EQ. Um, really? So, and then the other problem is obviously, you know, is the EQ they're using correct? Is it the right, right dose? Is it the right quality? All that fucking argument constantly as well. You never know. So at this know. at this point, I just can't be certain but it there does seem definitely some people to be an anti effect is it as powerful as mast or primo i would say no i would agree with that honest. probably not probably not but hey get your labs I, I done and see no. you know get your labs done and find out yeah. okay last one this is something we had mentioned before you had mentioned before we are talking about pgf2a uh, as a topical question for Dave or Steve, if he had, Steve's not on the show, guys, he was visiting one time, but you could go ask Steve at his channel for sure. Um, on the next show, a topical PGF2A he has spoken about. 
can that be found pre-made or is that something that you have to home brew? And if you can find the injectable version, is there a way to say add DMSO to make your own topical version? Because I have searched high and low for a topical version and even uh, the raws and uh, it seems that he can't find it. And he also asked about side effects. Will you get the same side effects from a topical as you would from the injectable version? So, um, an injectable PGF2A is only going to have an impact on the direct site area. Um, so the topical way for, for fat loss, uh, for, for destruction of fat cells, is the only way you're going to get anywhere with it. Um, it's a veterinary product, so uh, you, your sourcing is going to be around vet supplies. Okay. Um there are some online international veterinary supplies that don't give a flying fuck and will sell it quite openly and it comes in very big bottles usually 100 or 200 mil okay um so it's not you're not going to get little vials of this shit you know you're going to get fucking big lifetime tub um yes it can be mixed with dmso uh, and used as topical cream you literally just inject it in and mix it up if you were to use it in a DMSO, then it would go into your bloodstream because that's, you know, that's a, that's that's there to transfer things. It would no longer be a top, just a topical. That would be to get it through the skin, you know. So you would probably, I, I expect, oh, get side effects from it then. I would I would generally look at using an aqueous cream. Okay. And, and that way. An aqueous cream. Yeah. Layer it on the skin and then wrap yourself in cling film. That sounds like a mess to me. You know, word of warning: Do not go near a fucking female with it mm. in any way, shape, or form. If you have it as a topical cream on yourself, do not touch somebody who is female. Do not go near them. If that transfers, you are going to create a whole world of pain for that woman. Fuck. Yeah. That drug is used for cattle to abort. It will cause a woman to go into labour. Oof. Even if they are not having, you know, they don't have, they're not pregnant. Obviously, it's even more dangerous if they are pregnant because they will abort the child. Huh. You used the injectable, right? I did, yes. And you you do get the urge to vacate your bowel, and you will vacate your bowel because it causes a smooth bowel, a smooth uh, smooth muscle contraction in the bowel. So basically, you, you shit yourself. And because it aspirates through the lungs as an injection, it will cause a, a severe restriction of your lungs and, and effectively you can't breathe. You can, but when you first do it, you think you can't, and it is quite an unnerving experience. <laughs> so what if somebody... So you sat... Yeah, what if you're at you're the, sat Arnold. There on the on the Well, you sat there on the shitter doing your injection because you know the inevitable, and then suddenly go... <gasps> What if you're at the Arnold and somebody just runs up to you and they're like, hey, Dave, and they're like, hit you with it real quick, a little shot. Well, you can There is you can control the, the muscle contraction. You, you can override it to an extent, and then you usually end up fucking constipated because of it. Mm. Um, so, it, but yeah, it's, and you'll get like flu-like symptoms and generally feel a bit shitty. The other thing is it there's no real set dosing protocol with PGF2A, so it's a little bit of a difficult one. But I know a few people have used it as a topical cream, like I say, seal it in, uh, and to great effect. Um, and, and the other thing is, as a result of that, you don't get the same side effects because uh, it's not getting deep into your system. That makes so, sense. Uh, 
but yeah, it's veterinary supplies. That's what that's where you'd be looking at if you were trying to get hold of a PGF two way. Hmm. All right. Well, listen, guys, we don't have time for other stuff. Like I said, we're just trying to do a couple mini episodes here to keep the shows coming out while Dave's dealing with all of his homework after the Arnold. Uh, I hope that everything, you know, we're obviously recording this before the Arnold's happened. Hope that you had a great time, Dave. Hope it was a uh, you know, fun experience. And please take your time with it, man. I know you're going to be really busy. I know you, you, you overwhelm yourself with work sometimes. And uh, just remember, man, that, you know, we, we want to keep you around for a long time. So get some sleep, get some food, get some rest, please. So you just heard that everybody, Scott, has said he will help me do the reports for three because he's concerned about it. <laughs> I said no such thing. Oh, I, sure. If I have extra time, uh, I will send you my rates and uh, we will, we'll talk shop. We'll talk business. Five pence. What's a pent? Pence. Pennies. <laughs> You can't even buy anything with that, Dave. Room and board? How about if I came and stayed with you? We could set me up like a little desk next to oh, your desk. So I've I've moved house and I have deliberately not put a bed in the spare room. So <laughs> it's probably true, actually, guys. You don't have an extra bed, Michelle. Room, He's not my friend at all. He exploits me and abuses me. What? See, you see me giving him shit on camera, and you think, and Scott's mum has a go at me and says, stop being nasty to my son, be nice to him. <laughs> and, and and everyone thinks I'm just being a git. What's a you git? You have not seen the abu- a, a non-nice person. Yeah, uh, but not a, not a bad, bad person. Just so, you know, someone who's been a bit of a git. has been a bit of an horrible twat. Um <laughs> But what you don't see is the level of abuse I get when we're away from the show. You don't see the hateful WhatsApp messages I get, the phone calls. He sends me pictures of fat people saying, this is slimmer than you, Dave. He, he sends me pictures of cake saying, you can't eat this, fatty boy. Seth said, um, uh, I love Dave and cupcakes. He sent me a picture of Jabba the Hutt the other day and said, does this look like you're looking in a mirror? This is the abuse I get daily, hourly even. I said no such thing, guys. Who are you going to believe? <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we got to wrap this thing up so that you can, like I said, I want you to take care of yourself. Guys, we appreciate you watching. Uh, we'll get back to our normal schedule after this. So please comment with questions. We're going to need them for the next episode and hey thank you guys everybody especially to our new subscribers who are joining us thank you to everybody who's been hanging with us for a long time we're getting close to 20k so if you uh, haven't subscribed to the show we'd love to have you along because there's a lot more of this whatever this is that dave and i do there'll be more of this and some other stuff too so dave appreciate you having you here as always man and i hope you have a great time at the arnold thank you very much my friend i will Thank <laughs> you.